today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Yesterday we were talking to uh, Gary Grant of uh, the Ontario Coalition Against Contraband Tobacco. And, you know, Gary's out there pounding away at uh, these stats and metrics that come out uh, every few months that tell us exactly how much money is being lost by the government to contraband tobacco. And that I guess the latest are that a third of the butts bought in Ontario aren't through your normal uh, outlets. They're, you know, off reserves and uh, illegal cigarettes. Someone sent me a note yesterday and it basically said uh, 16 bucks, something like that, for uh, the carton on the reserve versus 90 or 100 bucks uh, in the store. So, really, who's the criminal? Valid point. Uh, but with obviously such leaks in. Uh, with cigarettes and, and contraband tobacco, is that going to be the case when it comes to marijuana? Because who knows, maybe Trump will want to build a wall between Canada and the United States once this all happens. I'm making that up. But as RF says, uh, and solving all of uh, Trump's problems, you know, he gets them banged off every day of the week. He rests on Sunday because that's his day of rest. RF thinks the wall will be completed right the way across the country. It'll only be three feet high, though. Be more like a hedge. Less of a wall and more of a hedge. That's what Canada has. Mexico is the wall. Canada will have the hedge. A pot hedge, no doubt. Uh, Anyway, so uh, obviously with the issues and the leaks and the holes in the tobacco industry in Canada, some are concerned how we will manage this when marijuana comes onto the scene. Joining us now, now, Dan Malik is with us, health sciences professor, Brock University, author of Try to Control Yourself, The Regulation of Public Drinking and Post-Prohibition Ontario. That's his old book. we got to get it. Let's talk about his new. Dan, what's your new book, your latest book? Oh, um, uh, When Good Drugs Go Bad. There you go. Medicine and the Origins of Canada drug, Canada's Drug Laws. They both sort of relate to this topic, I think. I so, so uh, good to talk to you, Dan. How you been? <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> same to you. Same to you. <laughs> I've been well. And you? Good. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to join us, as always. So when you look at the holes in the tobacco industry and mm-hmm. as what the contraband people said yesterday, that a third of the butts bought in Ontario are contraband, what does that say? How does that reflect in the discussion regarding marijuana? Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one to sort of analyze. I mean, as much as both of these products are smoked, um, for the most part, I mean, you know, cannabis has other forms. Um, tobacco has been on a sort of a, a downward swing as far as the stigma goes, or an upward swing of stigma, right? So it's been increasingly uh, demonized, uh, seen as something you shouldn't be consuming, and the the tax and excise sort of regime has been designed to discourage right to discourage um, uh, tobacco smoking right um but cannabis right now i mean part of the reason for the medicalization or for the well the medicalization and the legalization movement is because of the medical uh um a big push from the medical side of it from the therapeutic use of cannabis so it's got much less of a stigma around its consumption. So I think that goes into part of the taxation regime. And I know that some people have said, well, you know, we, we are comparing cannabis to um, to, uh, to liquor uh, regulation, but let's consider it uh, in, with, toba- if with result um, in comparison to what's going on with tobacco. But I don't know if that's as fair a comparison because of the way the substance is being used and 
sort of the sort of the culture around it, not the culture, but the image around it. If that makes any sense, where tobacco. Sure, obviously, pe- aren't as, sure. I mean, obviously, not as many people are smoking now as once as once uh-huh. did. So, uh, is this really a big issue for the government as far as contraband cigarettes? Because uh, a third of the people that are buying uh, cigarettes are buying contraband, but it's only maybe twenty percent or whatever of the population that smokes. I don't know what the numbers now are. Uh, yeah. I'll say thirty percent somewhere in there. I don't know. Um, uh, of people who, I think it's about 21%. Who smoke cigarettes. So there you go. So at the end of the day, it is it is a small percentage of Canadians. On the other yeah. hand, though, as you've uh-huh. mentioned, pot, lots more popular. So mm-hmm. how, y- y- you know, those holes are going to grow bigger because it is something that is in higher demand. Well, it could be. I mean, this is one of the challenges of uh, moving something from uh, criminal to, to non-criminal, like to, to legal, because it has been a black market product right with them um, in uh, and and distributed by you know it through various illegal networks i don't want to say criminal networks because some people are just growing it on their back porch and selling it right um but that's illegal uh but um at the, at the same time that uh the, the the report on cannabis legalization for example had some clear statements about Making sure the taxation and the sort of the the costs associated with it are are, are realistic, right? And I, that's not the word, but sort of are managed so that it doesn't have that kind of so it isn't priced out of the legal market. And yeah. this is something again that happened with alcohol. I think that the alcohol comparison is much a much better comparison because uh, the concern was how do you break the hold of the legal or of the illegal distribution of this product by making it, um, you know, by making it legal, but not make, but also generating revenue out of it and not generating so much revenue right. that, or, or so many taxes that you don't, uh, that you, you encourage people to go back to the illegal means. And there, there is still illegal distribution of alcohol and there is still, you know, there will always be a black market for product. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.